Blog Talk Radio.
my goodness, my goodness, my goodness. What a song, what a song, what a song. Sometimes I wonder do we believe a lot of these powerful, powerful songs that are written. You made a way. How many times did the Most High come through at times when we just did not even know to think of a way? Be like, it would be like looking at a wall and not knowing that a, a road, you're looking at a road. Uh, you're looking at a pathway when you're looking at a wall. It's just You made a way out of no way, folks. And a lot of us can say that. You know, they need songs, we clap our hands, and we go home, come back the next Sunday or the next Wednesday to do the same thing. But some of us really don't believe. That's why we have all this needless pain. Because the scriptures say, oh, what needless pain we bear. All because we don't take it to the Father in prayer. In faith, I might add. Well, brothers and sisters, I'm talking pretty strong, I'm sure, but it don't mean I got it together, just like you. And uh, But I do know one thing. He has made a way many, many times. And uh, that's kind of what I'm doing on this blog. It's what gives me authority to be doing the blog. Because I know, beyond a shadow doubt, that there is a higher power I believe I know his name I believe I, I have his word his instructions for how we should live on the earth and I think I know some of what he is saying to his mankind to his creation because when I've done certain things certain blessings have come my way and if I do it a certain kind of way certain blessings come my way every single time and so after a while, you say, you know what? I think I know some things, too. If it happens like this every single time I do this, that means it's true. So on this Five Smooth Stone Network, brothers and sisters, all Brother Seth is trying to do with the different co-hosts is just to share things that he have learned that is true, things he know for sure that have made him free. And guess what? Brothers and sisters, I know better than you. You have the same calling upon your life, whether you call yourself a minister or not. If you know something in your life to be true and it has made you free, really free, you should be teaching that to everybody come across your path where that topic comes up. You are just as much authority as anybody you see on TV or you read about. Folks, knowledge don't care who's here to jump in, especially the knowledge from the Most High Yah. Yah of Israel, hallelujah. His wisdom, his knowledge that he has put in the earth through and by his son, Yeshua, or as many of you call him, Jesus the Christ. Listen, folks, that knowledge, you darn sure should be sharing it because that knowledge literally will make people free. Not being religious tonight, not being super spiritual tonight, not being a know-it-all tonight. I'm just being just bare-bones basics. How about that, bare-bones basics? Folks, if it make you free, it's just got to be the truth. If it truly make you free... It's got to be the truth because that's the only thing that's going to make us free. So tonight, right here on Blog Talk Radio, you got your brother, uh, Brother Seth Turner, all the way in the state of Texas, sharing about some things that he know 
for sure. That's what we hope to do tonight, share with things that we know for sure. Who is we? Well, myself, and I'm going to be joined shortly by the one and only uh, Minister Purcell Porsche out of Cincinnati. He'll be tuning in here in a little bit, and we may have another co-host. Uh, we don't know yet, okay? So you got to remember our co-hosts are picked normally because they are people that fear the Most High and that they are trying to live this thing. And uh, for that reason, people normally that do those things, that are trying to live right, they're busy. You don't find too many people that meet that uh, criteria sitting around twiddling their thumbs. So I pick people that are really up to up to good, up to change. And so a lot of them really are busy, and they just couldn't be on uh, tonight. And as you notice, I don't think we had a night yet with everybody on. So that's why I pick so many of them, so we have enough for each show. So tonight, what do we have? Open forum, open forum. What does that mean? Well, open forum means... In simple terms, I'm going to play that song again because that really, really touched me. Didn't it touch you, brothers and sisters? He made a way. You made a way. My goodness. Uh, and by the way, that is by, uh, I think, Molly. I love that brother. Love his music. Anyway, that was Molly. You made a way. We'll play that again in the background. Because we need the Father to make a way tonight. Even though it's open form and we'll be talking about whatever's on your spirit or your heart, we still want the Most High to make a way. Um, we want him to definitely make a way with his word, his knowledge. He can make a way. He can give you an answer. Something y'all been looking for, something you've been praying about. And making a way could sometimes just be an answer. It could be a one-line answer that could change your life. You know, I had a friend of mine that was, uh, he actually saw a newspaper that said, uh, God is mad at you. It was a, a random newspaper. Back when they used to have the newspaper in the uh, newsstands, and it said, God is mad at you. And he internalized that as though God was mad at him. And folks, I kid you not, he'll tell you the story better than I can. That those words he actually grabbed a hold of, he believed, he internalized, and he thought that was a sign from the Creator that God was mad at him. If you think God is mad at you, you're going to live a certain kind of life. And guess what he did? He went through H-E-L-L in his body. In his mind, in his spirit, in his expectation, in his finances, in his picking of spouse, in his dating. I mean, he felt like the most powerful force on the face of this earth was against him. Well, what if that newspaper would have said just the opposite and he would have expected that? wonder how his, his life would have went. That would be something, wouldn't it? Well... That's kind of what we're doing tonight, brothers and sisters. We're just talking about how much the Father loves us, how much he is trying to uh, uh, deliver us from whatever addictions we're in, uh, whatever bondages we're in. Uh, we're trying to share, show and share and expose and reveal, or reveal is probably a better word, how the Father is all in our business right now, no matter where we stand in our faith. He is there. He is there when we ain't there. 
meaning he is for us when we're not even for us. Brothers and sisters, I kid you not. He is for us even when we're not for us. I remember one time I saw a line. I was just thinking about my life. And uh, we just find a little time for the, uh, some of the moderators to come. Uh, I mean, some some of the uh, calls to come. But just listen, I was thinking about my life, and uh, and I think my those have harmed me. And don't ask me why, but I was just going down the line of my oppressors, uh, those that have really done me wrong. And I was just in one of those funks, you know, just what you, I was just thinking about, you know, people, situations, assessing my life really. And I remember looking at this line, long line of enemies. I mean, here they are. Everybody ever done something to me in the line. How about that? And I was just thinking about this person who did me that way. And that person, I mean, he lied to them. I trusted this particular female. And she, you know, not just relationships, but just some, some of them was just friends at work. Some of them were relationships. Just anybody that really hurt me. And brothers and sisters, you're not going to believe this. In the line of my enemies, there was a person that I was very familiar with. It wasn't my mother. It wasn't my brother. It wasn't a sister. It was myself. I was in the line of my enemy. And it was as if the father was saying to me, you have become an enemy to yourself. Later on, he would reveal to me that I, in many cases, in many times, different times of my life, I was my worst enemy. Not the white man, not my family, brothers and sisters, but I (laughs) was my biggest enemy. Oh my goodness, that rocked my world. So, anyway, I think what kind of got me on that, that, that whole conversation, to be honest, which I had a very, uh, uh, getting by in time for my co-host to come on, uh, but this is good, really good. I had a conversation earlier, we're going to get into this, this is one of the things I, I'm going to put on the table to be discussed a little later uh, in this open forum. I had a conversation uh well, I'm in the middle of a conversation on Facebook with a, a very powerful judge in Cincinnati who's just been taken through the ringer. I mean, this 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 lady actually ran for the office and lost, and they found out that they basically stole the election. They wasn't counting votes, and so she took her to court, and basically she, she won, and they had to re, redo the election. When they redid the election, she won. Man... They have spent millions of dollars trying to trap her. And they spent so much money. It's like, it's just crazy. But anyway, to make the long story short, she is on this thing where she thinks that she didn't. She don't come out and say they won. She's just kind of, and, and I think, act like they won, you know, the different things she would say. And, 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 and so I just had a very serious conversation with her. I sent her a little mini message in audio form and it just got me all excited about that's one reason I played that song it just got me thinking about how he made a way not just for her and her situation but in our own lives but a lot of times we just can't see what the father is doing 
because we just so caught up with, with our pain and our hurt and, and when we did go through the battle, when we did go through this and that or whatever people taking us through. We're just so mad at this, this, this white man or this system or these black people or our, our husband, our wives, until we can't see the good that we actually caused or we brought about in the struggle. This sister literally shook up Ohio. I mean, changed some things. There's laws in place because of what she did. I mean, she used to order the uh, media out of her courtroom because she didn't think they was in there for the right reason. She ordered that they take shackles off children when they brought children to a courtroom. She did a lot, a lot of things that just was not heard of that judges do in the juvenile uh, system there in Ohio. And so she is, I think, she might disagree with me, but I actually think she just kind of lamenting the whole thing and feel like she lost because she did actually go to jail. But I promise you, everybody I know think this sister literally defeated this system. Just because she lost her judgeship don't mean she lost the battle. But so much for that. We'll talk about that a little later on. Again, you've tuned into the Five and Salt Network. And we will talk about that a little later on. I just want to welcome the nations of the world. We found out earlier, brothers and sisters, that we have over, I think it's something like over 30 nations listening. And so we want to thank you, truly, truly thank you. As I play our little theme in the background, our little five-smooth song thing, I like to play that when I'm talking about this particular topic. Uh, we're greeting the nations and everybody. But I do want to uh, just uh Greet the nations. I've done it like twice, and I want to get in the habit of doing this. We really thank you for listening. Um, I remember we saw people listening as far as Nigeria, and well, as far as Australia. It's probably the furthest from where we're sitting, but even places like um, uh, uh, Czechoslovakia, uh, I don't know why people find interest in this, but I guess people in the struggle are in the struggle everywhere. So uh, you would think that there wouldn't be uh, people listening in Russia and people li- li- listening in Bosnia, but they were. Uh, we can even tell you the dates. And so I just want to thank people, uh, those of you listening from all over this planet. And I guess it's the Internet, and so you got to just address the planet and not just America. So thank you for tuning in. And, and by the way, if you want to, uh, send a comment or, or, or questions or anything for our panelists or myself, uh, uh, Seth. I'm the founder of the Five Stone Network. Go ahead and email me at Seth, S-E-T-H, Essence in Sierra, E is in Eddie, T-H, dot, M is in Mary, dot, Turner, T is in Tango, U-R-N-E-R, at Gmail, Seth, dot, M, Dot Turner at Gmail. While I'm at it, also we want to encourage you to follow us. Please follow us. Um, we don't get paid to do these shows, and some of you have been blessed mightily over the years. And co-hosts, I'm coming to you uh, mightily over the years. I've, I've received emails. I, I keep them. I literally keep the emails. And one day I'm just going to do a show where I'm going to do nothing but read the emails. But I thank you. Uh, for the emails, but we would be nice if all of you that sent the emails would follow us. We have hundreds, but we want thousands of followers, not for numbers sake, but just for knowing that we're changing lives, knowing that we really are changing as many lives as possible. We know social media have the reach of millions. Why not reach millions? So follow us, please. It's not going to take much. It's just going to ask you 
or username you want to use, and then it'll ask you for uh, a few more questions where you want us to send the reminders. It's going to send you reminders whenever we have shows. It'll ask, let you pick either Facebook or, or Twitter or your uh, email or something like that. Also, share. When you've been blessed by a show like tonight, it's going to be a, a, a great show. Uh, a share, copy it. And, and paste the link. Send that to your friend. If you're blessed by a program, it really, really touches a part of you that you just didn't think it could, and it really answers some questions. Copy and paste the address. Send that to your friends, folks. All right? And if you're listening online and you just clicked on the link, you didn't call the show. If you have a question or comment, remember, you can call us, 914 205 205-5590. All right. I want to go ahead and open up the lines and just say hello to the one and only Mr. Purcell Porsche all the way in Cincinnati. Uh, he is on the line. Purcell, your line is now open. Welcome back uh, as co-host. And uh, say hello to the people, please. Hello, hello, brothers and sisters. Hello, hello, hello from the beautiful state of Ohio. <laughs> oh, we bring you greetings from Salt Life Kingdom Ministries, where our mission is to bring the saltiness to the believer through rightly dividing the word of truth and kingdom principles. Kingdom principles and rightly dividing the word of truth. It is exciting to be here again on tonight. Um, like Seth said, it's, it's really exciting to hear and understand that we're touching so many lives. It's just, it's really, really, really um, encouraging, encouraging. Um, yes. If they're anything like me, my other co-host and Seth, if they're anything like me, they feel like you're not really worthy to be like the one uh, that is kind of over this this blog or just kind of like the authority on all of these issues. Um, like Seth said, we all striving to get there. We all striving to get there. Um, to the you say where's there? It's a, it's a such yeah. thing called a place called there. And that is where we are. We all should be striving to get to. It's there. When you know you get there, then it's finished. It's finished. But we know that we are a, um, a um, continuous work, just hands. And I am excited about uh, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I, I got really excited when... Seth was talking about how he made a way. Man, that song is so fitting. It's so fitting when you take the opportunity to just sit and reminisce over the different um, um, pitfalls that you made it over, the different mountains that you had to climb, the the different... uh, Adverse situations that you made it through I know the Winans were, were famous for a song called Millions didn't make it I was one of the ones who did And Amen. 
Amen. That song right there really touches me also. But that is that is yeah. that, that, that yeah. is an awesome, awesome song, man. That's an awesome song. He yeah. made a way. Yeah, sometimes we go ahead, Seth. Sometimes we can't even we can't even figure out. What gets me is how do you make a way where there ain't no way? But there is a hand that is up, uh Purcell, excuse me for cutting you off, but it's gonna be uh you a lot tonight again, like the last show. Uh, but let's go to the phone lines. We have our moderator who's normally our moderator, but tonight of course John is not gonna be moderating. But I think he wants to say hello to the people and make a quick comment. He's in the middle of a task, and so he won't be able to ride with us the whole show. But, John, go ahead. Your line is open all the way in Inglewood, California. Go ahead. How's it going, Brother Seth? All right, all right. I say hello to Brother Purcell. He's on the line also. Brother Purcell, yeah. Yeah, Brother Purcell, what's good? Hey, how you doing, sir? So good to hear from you. Everything's good. Everything's good. So, yeah, Seth, you are poorly informed if you think all I was going to do is come on here and say hi. Actually, I have a couple of things that I wanted to discuss. Um, I, actually, ahead, I shouldn't bro. say discuss. I'll make my, I'll make my statement, and, and, and then um, I will just be it, – it's, it's nothing that anyone needs to comment on. It's just my own personal journey, my own personal thoughts, and I'm going to share those for the low, low cost of nothing with this listening audience. And if you act now, if you act now, <laughs> we'll throw in. <laughs> I'm just kidding, folks. Um, I play too much. I'll be the first one to say, Seth will be the first one to be getting me at the show and be like, man, you can't be saying that on, <laughs> on this show. <laughs> but that's what I do. No, we... uh, folks, I got two things I want to talk to you about. Um, the first one is definitely – definitely the last two shows, possibly the last three shows, whatever it was that we were discussing, one of the answers that we came across was if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray uh, and turn from their wicked ways. And I decided, okay, I talked to my partner, Rich, who's my Ace Boom out in Cali, and we were saying, like, okay, what is the practical application of that? And it, the you can see it taking place in uh, First and Second Kings, First and Second Chronicles, where you would have different kings that come into power, which really represents us, but that's a whole, I'm not going to get into the, the, um, the, the types and shadows, but you are the king of your own body. You have members, as Paul states uh, in Romans, and, and within those members, there's sin uh, or the old nature. And so the question is, what things came from the previous king or parents, what things came from them, let's say genetically, and what things did you pick up along the way, and where do you need, as they as it would say, this particular king, Seth has a, a son whose name, who has the namesake of one of these kings, one of the 
flyest kings in, in the Old Testament, Josiah, who went buck wild on all things evil, idolatrous, and the whole nine. He tore down everything. But oftentimes what you'd find is that one king, he would tear down the asterisk pole, the poles. He would tear down the temple of Baal uh, or Baal, I'm depending on how you pronounce it. Uh, and But it would say, uh, he left the high places. And these are examples of us, folks. Um, there are certain things that you have been dealt, you've had to deal with that were genetically passed on. So it came from the previous king or queen, if you want to choose to state it as such. And then there are things that you picked up before you even knew who you really, really were, there, there were already, especially here in the United States, all types of evil influences that they've been pumping into kids since Schoolhouse Rock um, and Saturday morning cartoons and whatever the case may be and the different uh, uh, advertisements that you may see, but whatever the case may be, the different movies that you may see. Um, these things have been pumped into us. So you pick these up since you began this life, um, maybe yeah. before you have be were regenerated and became a child of God and, and became a new being. And then there are certain things that possibly <laughs> when you became a new being, you picked up. I don't know. But what I'm trying to do is show you the parallel between those kings and you. And the reason why I'm doing that is because if you don't understand exactly how to practically walk out to turn uh, to humble yourself and pray and turn from your wicked way you likely will not do it because you, it, it, it's in our nature to do the other thing just in our nature that's right. and so that's right the first thing that i want to just say to you is <laughs> the power of fasting yes i hate it <laughs> yes i hate it because I like eating. And what's funny is that you, when you eat every day, you really don't think much about it until you can't eat. And then you understand that eating actually brings pleasure. I don't care if it's which meal it is. There's a certain degree of pleasure that you get being sustained from the food. The reason why that is is because there's another parallel when the Messiah is trying to explain to the followers, some of them the, the disciples, that he is the bread of life. He's the bread of yeah. life. He's letting you know that this is how you sustain yourself spiritually. It's through the bread of life. He told the woman at the well, uh, thus and so about her uh, her current state of being. I'm sorry. Okay. So no. when the disciples came, they they were asking him like you know who gave him something to eat. He says I have I I have bread basically that you know not of. Where did he get that bread at? It, it, before the sun came up, he was already think about that. What was he doing for hours at a time? Oftentimes, spending time with the father. Think about it. How did he? The father would tell him there's going to come a woman who is going to need this, or this, he would tell him different things, and so on and so forth. Well, folks, 
wouldn't it be nice to have that type of relationship? Wouldn't it be nice to have a relationship like Enoch where you walked with God to the point that God just like, come on, you come in with me. Or like Elijah who went up in a whirlwind. Now, I'm not saying that you should shoot for that or anything, but I'm just saying like the, the one of the things that you would see in the Old Testament is how the uh, the new king that would come into being, it would say something about him to the effect of this particular king um, reigned for X amount of time, and he tore down the Asherah poles, he tore down the, uh, the, the, the temple of Baal, and he did this or this, this, this that, the other, but his heart wasn't like David's. David was like the prototype. His heart wasn't like David, where it would say that they they would pull out the all of the abominable things that were in the temple, and they would say, we will seek the Lord, not like our fathers did. They didn't seek the Lord. And so I asked myself, John, do you seek the Lord a lot? I'm like, no, I don't. Why? Because he never really talked to me about things going on in my immediate day or situation, most of the things I got, I got from reading the Bible, which is still, you know, that's good, but it doesn't mean that I cannot pursue a deeper relationship where I can speak with God and get insight from God. That's the whole purpose of the, the, the spiritual gifts that are given to the, the body of, of Christ. And you can pursue these things, but folks, it's not for the faint of heart. <laughs> you, to me, if you can pull this off without fasting, I would be utterly amazed. And I'm sure that some may be able to, but it's like he showed us the prototype of how you pull this off. And fasting was a integral part of that. Matter of fact, fasting in the very notion of it humbles you. Every time the ice cream truck goes by, you're tripping. <laughs> like, because you, you know, you right. made a commitment and, and you can't go get, you can't get that bomb pop, which you probably ain't had a bomb right. pop in 30 right. years. You'll eat one today <laughs> because, because you, you're jonesing, because you're jonesing mm-hmm. for any little thing. You'll be wanting a mint. You're like, I'll take this. Oh, I can't eat this mint. It's just a mint. It's, but you don't. So, folks, all I'm trying to say is, Go and look, because if you pray for insight and instruction and you read those kings, First and Second Kings, First and Second Chronicles, skip over the genealogies, oh, there's a lot of instruction there. The last thing I'm going to say is this, and this will be much, much shorter, Seth. Simply put. Well, hold on, hold on, because your show will be like 10 minutes, so hold on a second. Let me bring on let me bring on another co-host because he's been waiting in the wing there. And I don't mind you going tonight. It's open for him, so we don't have no set pattern. But I just don't want to wait too long. I thought it was shorter than what it was, but we needed all that, believe me. All right, let's go back to the phone lines and bring on Brother King with Castleberry, uh, all the way in time, Texas, uh, everybody. Uh, Brother King, when your line is wide open, say hello to the people. And, John, finish up what you were saying there, please. Go ahead, Brother King Hey, 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 everybody. I made it. I made it. Yeah, I almost uh, was running a little behind. I almost didn't make it, y'all. But I'm glad to get it on in. How y'all doing? 
Locked on the highways. We we, we appreciate what, well. you, what you do. Appreciate what you all do. Right, out there all right, all right. So okay. uh, anyway, right. Well, thank you, thank well, you. Yeah, welcome to the show, brother Ken. Went all the way in Tyler, Texas. I'm gonna go ahead and let the job finish. He's got to run. After this, so he's going to be back a little later on. He's got something going on there. But, Brother John, quickly. Do me a solid, Seth. Let me state what I was about to state later in the show. If there's nothing uh, hot and heavy going on where, you you know, we got our uh, uh, spirited discussion, and I'll follow up afterwards. But I'll I'll be on the line. You sure? Because you can go now, brother. I'm serious. I'm positive. Really I'm, there's an opportunity that I want to take advantage of. I just have okay. to jump on it. Thank you. All right. Well, all right. All right. Well, anyway, everybody, y'all heard Brother John. I like what he was saying. Arlene would have loved it because right Arlene is talking a lot about fasting. Um, believe it or not, he didn't know that, but Arlene is really, really, really on fasting. And so, Brother John, your line is muted. Just hit press one for your hand to go down and then press one later when you want to come back. But what Brother John didn't know, really, really, really on fasting, and we we saw audio, a video actually of an Indian guy talking about how fasting heals. Believe it or not, not eating heals. I didn't even, I don't even, I couldn't even understand that. But it's something about the body having to remake things whenever you fast. How pulls certain things out of your body, like for instance, giving. He didn't talk about this. This is something else. But did you know that when you give blood, that it actually helps you? It's like a, it's like a getting an oil change. My sister told me it's one of the biggest kept secrets out of the black community that is known by other ethnic groups. When you give blood, you get rid of the dirty blood you got, and your body make brand new blood. And that it's a healthy thing. It it literally prolongs your life giving blood. I was tripping out on that. I didn't know that. Did y'all know that? Uh uh brother uh King Wynn, did you know that? No, I had no idea about that, man. That's new to me. Brother uh, uh, brother yeah. uh, Purcell, did you I did not I did not know that specifically. Um but I do know that the body is designed to do just what you said, designed to heal itself, for real, uh, in a sense. Um, that is interesting about the fasting piece, though, uh, just to jump in real quick. Um, actually, my wife and I also have been talking about fasting quite a bit. Actually, she's gone beyond fast uh, talking about it, and she has actually um, done it to a to a uh, a great degree. Um, so I think she, I think her last fast was 24 hours. And um, so, I mean, that might not sound like much for somebody else, but if you're not in the, in the practice of fasting, then you really have to take drawing or uh, at the risk of making it a religious um, um, thing, you know, which is what you don't want to do. Uh, because right. it's specific in its purpose, you know. So yeah, oh, but, yeah. Uh, I have a friend who's in who's in the medical field, who actually uh, is a trainer, and that is actually one of the elements of her training is fasting. 
because what she what she teaches you is um, you fast for a certain amount of time, and then you begin to reintroduce foods um, that you normally would eat, but because you fasted for a certain period of time, what happens is uh, your body communicates with you how your body responds to that you that what you were eating because you're reintroducing it. So now if you get heartburn, now you recognize, okay, this particular food causes me heartburn. So it almost acts as, by the way she explains it, it almost acts as a process of elimination. You know what foods, it teaches your body what foods agree with you and what foods don't. Or So it eliminates that whole idea of, well, if, if, if I'm thinking I want to lose weight and this, that, and the other, then I can't eat this and I can't eat that. Well, that's not true because different foods, your body reacts to different foods different ways. But you have to kind of detox. It's almost like detoxifying your body. And then you reintroduce your body to these things that you were doing before. And then you get a clear understanding. Your body gives you a clear understanding of what the effect is this food is having on you. And then you can make a conscious decision as to whether whether to eliminate that from your diet. Because it would be a, you could be a food that spikes your cholesterol or uh, your uh, sugar. You know, and you can say, oh, I know I can eliminate that. So it's kind of it's pretty cool, I think. It's 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 pretty pretty cool, the way God designed the body. You know, once you begin and come up under the understanding and knowledge of this stuff, it makes life so much simpler. You know. So yes, uh, fasting. Yeah, fasting ahead, played a big on. big part in uh, our belief system and teaching. Uh, it's a spiritual connection and uh, self-afflicting. Um, Absolutely. It's self-afflicting when you go without Absolutely. eating uh, or drinking, and that's like a a direct phone call to the Most High. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so fasting yep. with yep. prayer is like, uh, yeah, man, you're zipping that phone call right up to him, man, because when we go without food or water, man, it seems like a little message, more special than others, if you ask me, um, and get yeah. right to his ears, you know. Fasting yeah. is very yeah. difficult for me, but, um, I mean, I have done it 24 hours, no food or water, um, and uh, it, it, it was it was pretty heavy. Um, I, I I have a cigarette habit, tobacco, <laughs> and uh, so okay. I'm, I'm always... Uh, I'm always, uh, you know, struggling with fasting, you know. So, but uh, yeah, I just want to throw that in there. <laughs> yeah. Now, have, now, yep. let me ask you a question. Um, let me ask you a question. Have you uh-huh. asked God to take that taste out of your mouth, Brother Kenley? This question is for you. Have you asked God to take that that tobacco taste out of your mouth? Now, are you a smoker or you like to dip? Which one? I'm a smoker. Uh, 
And, uh, yeah, I have asked them to do that. And, uh, but it's, it's, it's like the most I see my heart. He knows I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I guess that's, I mean, I'm just being honest. You know what I'm saying? That that addiction is pretty heavy. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's the best way to be. But, uh, so, the but, way... but since then, I quit cigarettes, but I'm smoking on black and mild cigars. <laughs> that's even okay. worse, you know. But, uh, but yeah, I'm not, I don't like cigars at all, man. But, uh. Those those cool shorts in the box, that's what I love right there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> well you're I tell you what, you're right for the picking, uh, with the point that John made with the whole humbling yourself. You know. Um I think it was awesome that you were just transparent about that. You know, God can work with that type of stuff. It's when we uh-huh. are in denial or when we pretend <clears throat> as if it's not really an issue. You know, if I really wanted to quit, I could quit or, you know. But if, when we be honest, you know, first of all with ourselves, then God can work with that. You know, God can work with that. Why? Because he understands the very intent of your heart, you know, and that's what mm. he's concerned with. So, um, yeah, that's that's awesome. Um, I'll be I'll be. Um, joining with you in prayer for that situation, you know, um, because because if it's for nothing, it's for no other reason. Um, the Father uh, really desires for for us to prosper and be in health, you know, even as our soul prospers. And uh, anything that comes against uh, the possibility of us being healthy. You know, absolutely, God wants us to eliminate those things. You know, so oh, yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, I'm in I'm, I'm in uh, I'm in agreement with you. You know, where that's concerned. You know, um, everybody has their own vices. You know, so I ain't, I'm not putting myself out here as if you know I've arrived and I got it all together because you know, that's not the case. You know, the Bible says right, in right, the there's not a just man upon this earth that doeth good. And sin not So um, we just have to be honest With ourselves You know But um, I'm excited Seth did you have a, Did you have a, anything to, on, that? on that Well no I just wanted to say That John I thought about, Was led by the spirit Whether he know it or not And John press once of your hand and go down So we'll know when you when to bring you back on Otherwise I don't know when to bring you back on but uh, y'all, just so y'all know, John does all types of work, and he tries to do these shows while he's working. That's not always a good thing because sometimes he can't talk like he should. But anyway, he'll be on as he can. But brothers and sisters, he was on okay. point about fasting, about if my people yeah. who are called yeah. my name will humble themselves and pray, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways. Uh, it is very important. You don't hear the word repent enough. But we as a nation is in trouble. Until we repent, even though we individually can have victory, as Purcell is saying, as he inviting Brother Kenwood in this particular area, all of the air barriers areas in our life where we have these challenges and we all have them, we all have them, we can have the victory. Our yeah. challenges is no match for the most high. I literally That's got right. that from That's Brother 
Purcell, Purcell, Porsche. He said that a long time ago, and I've been, I held on that 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 word. He said a long time ago. I don't know who told him. Maybe came. He got it from the spirit. But our challenges or our problems are no match for the Most High. Please know that. That's right. I want to switch right. gears a little bit and talk about, like I said earlier, a conversation I had. We don't have to stay on this even. I can just get a quick comment and we can move on to another topic. But I do want to talk about a conversation I had. And it may not be necessarily in your life, uh, this particular person, but you may be one of those that feel like a lot of people that are oppressing us is sleeping well, is going on about their business, is living the life has a better life than you. It's happier. I sent a very uh, pointed message to Judge, uh, the one and only Judge Tracy Hunter today, and uh, I want to extend it into this platform. I call her name because it's already public, everything she's going through, so it's no, no nothing to be, uh, and despite how anybody may feel about her, I'm talking about specifically the oppressor, not so much her. She is just giving me an opportunity to bring it up where her situation is concerned. But all of us have felt like people that have mistreated us and abused us and walked on us and used us. We've all felt at some point like they won. They ain't thinking about my, how they hurt me. They're moving on with their life. They don't they don't grieve over nothing they've done to me. They're not remorseful. And sometimes they're not remorseful either. Wicked people are not necessarily stupid people. Sometimes they're the smartest of people. And I just want to remind us how the Bible constantly, constantly talk about how they walk in slippery slopes. How they are not at peace. We think they're at peace because they continue smiling. Business continues as usual. They continue with their business trips and flying all over the world after they've done, done us wrong. If if you are any that deep, the people that kind of powerful, or it may be a spouse. And we think they just moving on. They ain't forgot all about me. Or they ain't even. They ain't even. They don't, they don't even know how much I'm hurting. And and what I have to share with her, I want to share with a lot of listeners tonight. And I would love to know what the co-hosts think. But I let her know. Number one, Habakkuk, the black man's book. Should I call it a book of the Bible? There probably not. But Habakkuk sounds so much like a black man. The way he. Get on the most high and say, where are you? I'm going through all this crap. What do you got to say about it? Do you delight? You get a kicking out of you getting a kick out of showing me all this wickedness. Everywhere I look, there's injustices. Judgment is not fair on this earth. There ain't no good judgment going forward. Nothing. No. No. No righteous judgment is going forward. And the most high knew his heart. When your heart is right, brother, he is coming for you. 
And he says, oh, you among the heathen. <laughs> he says, I'm going to work a work in your day. You're not going to believe it if it was told you. So fast forward all the way up to chapter 2, verse 4, where he says, he that standeth upright is not upright in his heart. I interpret that to mean though someone is standing upright, looking upright, flowing like they're upright, bawling like they're upright, smiling like they're upright, they're not upright in their heart. That's all a lot of times we need to know. They're not right in their heart. In their heart they know. And once that conscience which I believe was given to us of the Father, inside of us get a hold of that, that you ain't right, that you didn't win, people start, the oppressor there start to do some weird things once they find out. You were wrong. You were wrong. You were wrong. You did wrong by Purcell. You did wrong by Brother Kendall. You know you shouldn't have did that. Don't think that's what's happening now. That's why they don't want us to teach history, critical race theory, CRT. That's why they don't want us teaching that because they got to face those demons in their minds and their spirits and real demons that can torment their bodies. I mean, but they don't want to face their conscience. And so I was just trying to share with her as a, as a, I hear a little noise in the background But uh, I've said a lot Anyone have anything to say Before I say the rest of this And then we can either stay on this topic Or go somewhere else Brother Kingwood, any comment on what you just heard? Uh, uh, you talking to me, Brother Sam? Yeah Any comments on what you just heard? If not, we'll go to Brother Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, man. I just kind of wanted to say that, uh, yeah, you're right on point with that, brother. Um, you know, uh, it's it's uh, no, you you right on point with what you were saying, brother. Uh, yeah, you go ahead and move to a, a Purcell. My kids coming in here, man. <laughs> Got me okay, a little distracted. Brother Purcell. Yeah, I actually agree with you, Seth. Uh, when you when you buttoned it up, or not buttoned it up, but when you closed out a, the, the thought with what you said about their conscience eating at them, I remember talking about that last week when I was talking, well, not that particular thing, but I was talking about, I brought up that issue about the um, the, the school district here who uh, banned uh, teaching history. You remember me bringing that up, Seth? Hello? Seth, you there? Brother Kimwin, can you hear me? Go ahead. I was just putting him in the green room just there for a second. I repeat what you said the last 30 seconds. Oh, okay. 
I said, remember when I brought up the issue uh, when I was, when I last week when I was talking about how I came across that school district here in Ohio that banned teaching history, Black history. Well, okay. I, yeah, I was saying you was right on point when uh, you were closing out and saying that they have an issue in their conscience um, is the reason why. Because I was wondering about that. I'm wondering, I said, well, why in the world would they ban that? I don't understand. You know, when that's, that's a very intricate part of our existence, you know. But anyway, when you said that, the light came on, and I thought, wow. Yeah, that's definitely, that is definitely what it is. It's a, uh, it's a, it's a conscious thing. With the, the scripture that you read, I want to read it in the Amplified. The Amplified version says, look at the proud one. His soul is not right within him. But the righteous will live by his faith in the true God. That was two of, you said two and four, correct? I like that. Read that. I like that. Why don't you start at verse one with that? That was good. That was good. Start with verse one with that. Verse one. Verse one said, I will stand at my guard post and station myself on the tower. And I will keep watch to see what he will say to me. Answer I will give as his spokesman when I am reproved. Then the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and engrave it plainly on clay tablets so that the one who reads it will run. For the vision is yet for the appointed future time. It hurries towards the goal of fulfillment. It will not fail. Even though it delays, wait patiently for it. Because it will certainly come. It will not delay. Look at the proud one. His soul is not right within him, but the righteous will live by his faith in the true God. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Let me go on. What, 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 what go translation was that? What translation was that? That was the Amplified. That was the ampli- that's the Amplified translation. Let me keep going because it gets gooder and gooder. Okay. Moreover, wine is treacherous and betrays the arrogant man so that he does not stay at home. His appetite is large like Sheol, and he is like death, never satisfied. He gathers to himself all nations and collects to himself all peoples as if he owned them. Will all these victims of his greed not take up a taunting song against him and in mocking derision against him say, whoa, judgment is coming to him who increases that which is not his. Mm -hmm. How long will he possess it? And woe to him who makes himself wealthy with loans. Will your creditors not rise up suddenly And those who collect from you awaken. Then you will become plunder for them. Because you Mm. 
king of Babylon have looted many nations. Mm, All mm, peoples mm. who are left will loot you because of human bloodshed and for the violence done to mm. the land, mm. to the city and all its mm. inhabitants. Whoa, judgment is coming to him who obtains wicked gain for his house and thinks mm. by so doing to set his nest on high that he may be rescued from the hand of evil. You have devised a shameful thing for your house by cutting off and putting an end to many people. So you are against your own life and forfeiting it. For the stone will cry out. Whoa, 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 whoa. Back up a couple verses and read that again. I'm going to go to eight. Because you king of Babylon have looted many nations. All peoples who left will loot you because of human bloodshed for the violence done to the land, to the city and all its inhabitants. Woe, judgment is coming to him who obtains wicked gain for his house and thinks by so doing to his nest on high that he may be rescued from the hand of evil. You have devised shameful things for your house by cutting off and putting an end to many peoples. So you are sinning against your own life and forfeiting it. For the stone will cry out from the wall to accuse you built in sin. And the rather and the rafter, excuse me, will answer it out of the woodwork. Woe. Judgment is coming to him who builds a city with bloodshed and establishes a town by violence. It is not indeed from the Lord of hosts. People's labor only for the fire that will destroy their work. And nations grow weary for nothing. That is things which have no lasting value. But the time is coming when the earth shall be filled. With the knowledge of the glory of the Lord As the waters cover the sea Woe, judgment is coming To you who make your neighbors drink Who mix in your venom to make them drunk So that you may look at their nakedness You will be filled with disgrace instead of honor Now drink and expose expose your own nakedness the cup of wrath in the Lord's right hand will come around to you, O destroyer. And utter disgrace will be on your own glory. For the violence done to Lebanon will overwhelm you. The destruction of the animals will terrify you. On account of human bloodshed and the violence done to the land, to the city and all its inhabitants, what profit is the carved image when its maker has formed, has formed. It is only a cast image and a teacher of lies for its maker's own creation as his God. When he makes speechless idols, whoa, judgment is coming to him who says, wooden image awake and to the speechless stone arise. 
and that is your teacher. Look, it is overlaid with gold and silver, and there is no breath at all inside it. But the Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth hush. Let all the earth hush and be silent before him. I've read to you in in its entirety, Habakkuk chapter 2, verses 1 through 20. And that was a mighty reading. Wow. If that ain't a rebuke. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, that 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 ain't a rebuke for the whole thing again. Yeah, that makes me want to read the whole book again. Like I tell everybody, that is why I call Habakkuk the black man's book because he, I can't really say it's, it's anybody's book, everybody's book, but it just when I read it, it just sounds like what a lot of black men say. Some of the pain that we, we say is certain things that certain black people do say. It's just, it's just a rule to say things certain so-called white people say. We, we saw Biden to these groups. And uh, some of the groups are ordained to the Father, like Israelites, but some of these groups are, are, are social constructs, like white and black. So we do have a certain way we think. But anyway, when I read the book of Habakkuk, especially chapter 2, it just sounds like something that is near and dear to our heart, the pain he was going through and how the Father answered him. But... Uh, I thank you, Purcell, for reading that. That will preach, as they say. I really appreciate that. And I was I brought all that up to talk about this this encouragement idea to a dear friend of mine and uh I was just letting her know because I really think uh she think they won. They they got the best of her. And uh everybody looking at her saying, Girl, you just shook up the whole state of Ohio. They don't put in laws based up on what you have done. You've made it better for juvenile by what you have went through. The Ohio changed based upon you challenging them with this election process, the way you do your children in court. And she, probably like a lot of us, is angry that she's not getting that really nice salary uh, and all of the um, – the, the benefits that come with being a judge, a lot of it's a prestigious position in the city. You know, it's just it's just your life has changed once you walk in that. Um, so, wow, um, I was trying to encourage us what I was saying, and let me just say, his brother King would have to go. Everybody just so you know, he's had a little uh, urgent matter he had to attend to. Uh, Brother John, if you want to come on, and whenever you want to come on this post, just press one just so you know that. Um, but brothers and sisters, I kid you not, what Purcell just read, you, I, you can you can say thus said the, 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 the Lord because he just read it from the scriptures. But that is the end of our oppressor. That is how it goes down. Nothing is new under the sun. What happened to that king is what's going to happen to these kings today. And as I talk about my friend, I just want to remind everybody, I mean, I'm trying to do this thing as personal as I can and not really think about too much what she's going through, even though I think about what she's going through. 
I think by my own life right now, you know, sometimes we put that rule over us. And, folks, you can say what you want to say. They are ruling over us. <laughs> when people create your money, people create your money systems, people create, um, you know, whether or not you get to mortgages, and they're ruling over us, okay? Let's not play with that. When we think that they sleep good at night, because it's a comment my friend made, she said, I bet they sleep good at night. I'm here to tell you, brothers and sisters, they do any they do any and everything except sleep good. Sleeping good is a characteristic and a benefit of saints or people that live right or people with a clear conscience. These wicked people, the kind of wicked people that went after my friend in, in Ohio, Judge Tracy Hunter, those were some devils, some people full of the devil, I should say. I mean, straight up, tried to even say she murdered people. Uh, she murdered one person, her judgment caused somebody to be murdered. I mean, just coming, making up stuff. They threw out more things that they, it's like everything they threw out, they threw out. They threw out, they threw out. Threw it, throw at it, throw it out. Throw it at it, throw it out. It's just to a point where, you know, you say, well, isn't it illegal to choose people and constantly? And she probably could have counter-sued them. So, but she went on to say things like she didn't come out and say they are happier. Yes, she did. She pretty much said that. But I, I told her, disagree. I don't think they're happier. I don't think they won. You know, in a race, brothers and sisters, a race is not always given to the swift. Neither is it given to the strong. Neither is it given to the strong, but him and that endure to the end. Uh, and then there are races where it, the, every, everybody gets crowned the champion is not necessarily the champion or the champion of the people, I should say. So we have to really look at this world, this world system, what they call winning. Uh, when you do what she did to the state of Ohio and embarrassing them and showing wickedness in secret places by her speaking out and challenging and, 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 and sometimes she did sue and, and counter sue. When you do things like that, brothers and sisters, listen, just to have that kind of gall, in a sense, <laughs> that right there is something. Just to have the boldness to challenge the devil like that. And then to not be so broke down after the fight to where you still want to fight. That's a victory right there. Because sometimes when the powers that be, when you embarrass them and they come after you, it's preachers that never have preached the same since the powers that be slapped them really hard. They ain't preached since. It's people that are afraid to go outside their doors because they got a death threat or they got some death threats on their phone. Can you imagine uh, Purcell, Martin Luther King Jr., his house phone? Coretta go to answer the phone, you know, we're watching you, nigga. And she hangs up and go back and finish making the rolls in the kitchen. She get another phone call later on. You know, you'll be dead by this time tomorrow, nigga. I mean, you don't know which one of these phone calls is real or not. We don't yeah. live like that as ministers. We don't live like that as leaders. 
We don't have those kinds of threats, but there are some people that do. And my friend up in Ohio, she's one of them. I'm not saying she gets phone calls like that, but she's got similar things. And then she actually went to jail. And her going to jail is not like somebody else going to jail. The people look at her going to jail almost like a victory because what they were trying to do to her is send her a worse place in jail. So she's not counting her blessings. So let's make it related to you now. Are we doing the same thing, Purcell? I mean, how do you see Purcell Porsche, the enemy in your life? You know, how do you see the enemy in others around you? Do you hear people saying some of the things that uh, that that I believe, you know, Tracy have said, and some of us are saying, such as she feels like the enemy of hers sleep good at night. Have you ever heard that? Yeah, I have, uh, and I believe there's 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 several several people who feel that way. Several people who feel that way only because uh, we're looking at it on the surface, you know. Especially when you've been through it, you know, um, like she has, you know. Um, we look at it from a different lens. You know, but I completely agree with her or completely agree with you that she shook up, she not only shook up Ohio, she shook up the world. She shook up the world because her thing was nationally televised. Her situation was nationally televised. So she took up, she shook up the world and she has, like you said, um, um, spearheaded, if you will, some new laws being in place. Not only that, she has caused um, closer scrutiny in the area that she operated in. They're looking at that. They're looking at that thing differently. They're more careful about how they handle those uh, those youth, you know, and those situations that come through. Uh, that that uh, that courtroom. Absolutely, you know, they're handling they're handling things completely different now. They're being a whole lot more careful now. You know, anytime I believe this is my this is this is me talking. This is uh, Purcell chapter three verse number five. I believe <laughs> anytime you deal with them financially. And make a dent, you get their attention. You get their attention because she, like you said earlier, Seth, they broke the bank to get her. They literally broke the bank to get her. You know, which was crazy. Yes, yes. You know, I don't agree with how they handled her. You know, I don't agree with how they handled her. And, um, I believe I, I don't I don't see her situation as a failure. You know, her situation awakened a whole lot of different areas. You know, for them and us. Why are you playing? For them and us. More importantly for them though. 
you know. So, um, absolutely. Uh, it, but again, if you're gone, if you've gone through that, or you're going through that, absolutely. On the on the surface, it looks like, you know, things are altogether lovely for them. You know, and they yeah. even themselves, they even themselves are probably taking the position. Like they sitting back, you know, in the easy chair with the feet up, you know, on the coffee table, just just loving life, you know, but looking through a glass darkly, though, you know, which is why I like what the scripture said in the book of Habakkuk. He said, the ones that's that's about the right thing. Here, let me get let me get it. He said, "The ones that are about yeah, the right why you, for the why, why are you getting that? Why are you getting that? I'll do a station identification here again. Everybody, you're tuning to the podcast oh, yeah. network. I'm Brother Tim. I have on my co-host, Brother Purcell Porsche. We had on a little bit of Brother Kenyon, but he had an urgent matter he had to take care of. Uh, brothers and sisters, listen. Tonight is open forum. Whatever's on your heart, spirit, mind. Uh, that's what we're talking about tonight. Uh, please." Feel free to press one on the phone lines. If you are on the phone lines, you have a question or comment for any of the co-hosts or myself, press one. It's just that simple. If you're listening to us online and you want to get in on, comment on about anything you hear, simply call us at 914-205-5590. One more time. Call us at 914-205-5590. We're going to take a little short break. Purcell, you okay with the break? I know you're looking for a scripture there. We can just share it when we come I back. Got it. That's okay got it. with you. Yep, that'll work. I okay. got it already, though. Okay. All right, well, let's take a little short break because it's, it's you and me, brother, tonight. we got plenty of time, plenty, plenty, plenty of time. Folks, again, I just want to remind everybody to, um, once again, follow the show. Follow the show um, as well as... Uh, copy and paste the link. Uh, copy and paste the link of this uh, show tonight. We're hitting some very, very important things because many of you do feel like those that oppress us are really uh, got it over us. You do feel like they have won. You do feel like they are happier. You do feel like you lost. They won. You do feel like uh, they sleep good at night, and that's not the truth. Not that we want to. Not that I'm hoping any bad thing on them. I'm not trying to wish nothing on them. It's just it's already on them to suffer because of them being wicked. I'm just telling the truth the way it really, really is without trying to bring us points or take away points or give them points. I'm just seeing it just like I think the most high see the way his word says it. They, they're walking on slippery slopes. They, it's only a little while that they seem to prosper or that they actually do seem to have it better, or they may even have it better. I mean, let's face it, a car is better than walking, especially if you got a long way to go. Um, but uh, 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 the Bible talks about judgment coming for those that do evil. we got to believe in the book, y'all. we just got to believe in it. You know, it's, what, what are we doing if we don't believe in the Scriptures? The father say, vengeance is mine, vengeance is mine, I will repay. Why do we want to doubt that? Why do we want to doubt it? Why do we want to doubt Yah? So the most high Yah 
hallelujah, have said, vengeance is mine, I will repay. Those people are paying. Those people are paying dearly. Look again. We'll be right back, brothers and sisters.
Amen. Amen to that song. Powerful, powerful, powerful song. Well, Priscilla, your line is open. Um, what do you think of that? What do you think of that song, brother? <laughs> what do you think of that song? Man, that song, I'm so glad you started asking me with that first because that song was so powerful, man, and so right on point. I mean, wow. That was, that was, that was masterfully constructed, masterfully constructed. It hit every point necessary to, I mean, I mean right in the mouth, you know, and it's, it's, it's unrefutable. It's irrefutable, irrefutable. So, yeah. Absolutely. That, that was, that was and, the, and everybody, just so everybody knows, that's Elijah Emmanuel and the Revelations. If you speak Spanish, you'll love him because he's, he's also rapping Spanish. He's the only Spanish rap, Spanish reggae uh, singer that I know. But he's really, really good. They they have a lot of songs. We play a lot of these songs on our show soon. Maybe. But, folks, anyway, you're tuned to Foster's on there. We're back uh, from the little break. I needed that break. My goodness. But, Purcell, I want you to use the same translation. I don't normally like translations outside of King James because I know they're trying to do away with as we wake up and as enlightened as so-called African-Americans or uh, black people here in America. These translations are muffling a lot of verses, especially verses that have to do with blackness. So the the new King James Version is off limits in my house. And really a lot of other translations, to be honest with you, because they want to really, really change. Anywhere it, it, you can, it shows Christ being a man of color or the Israelites, these new translations is, is, is changing it. And so I don't like that. So I don't normally go with the translation, but I kind of like where you're at with that translation. Now, tell the truth on the other areas. Let's go to Psalm 73. Psalm 73. Can you start at verse 1? Let's just read, and I'll tell you when. Because you did so good reading earlier, uh, and the, more importantly, the message, the message. I just want to get more light shine on oppressors, how we should see them, how we should see those people that really oppress us, especially when we're trying to do what's right. Please read it. Okay. Let me get back there. Hold on one second, Seth. One second. And while he's getting that, again, I want to just remind everybody, again, if you're listening online, you want to join in, call us at 914-205. 5590. Also, email us if you have any questions or comments, folks. Uh, at um, You can email me, the uh, developer of this broadcast, Seth, S E T H, dot M as in Mary, dot Turner at Gmail. All right? And uh, this show I know is encouraging a lot of y'all because a lot of y'all really think that you are defeated once these people do the things they do to us. A lot of y'all feel it. You say it all the time. I heard it on the show. But you got to remember, just because 
what the world might look at it as a defeat, you got to look at how does it look in the, in the eyes of, of the Father. Or Amari, and even up in Tundra, or in the saints as well. So you got to know that, brothers and sisters. So, I mean, I brought up uh, a judge, yeah. a friend of mine, that, might be down uh, here. Purcell. Hold on a second, y'all. Yeah. I'm going to meet him. Purcell, you're muted right now. Bro, you're talking, screaming in the, in the mic. We can hear you. But I got you muted right now. Just handle your business, and then we're going to come back to you. But like I was saying, we, I, we have this judge friend of mine, and uh, it ain't nothing funny to her. It ain't, nothing, it ain't nothing to play with. She's upset. These people seemingly have taken away a way of life, and I just believe that the father got something bigger for her. And I just feel like once she really, really sees herself as the victor and see just how bad these people really are losing and lost, how, what a shame she did to them, how bad the defeat was, how embarrassing the defeat was, how her exposure really, really messed it up for things that they were going to do in the future, how she messed up plans and agendas for the future, I think it's going to open up a door for her to do even better financially some kind of way by giving her a whole new boost in life. Priscilla, your line is now open back. But, uh, Priscilla, you got the scriptures now. Psalm 73, please. Yeah, I got it. I got it. Okay, go ahead, brother. All right. All right, all right, all right. Here we go. Psalm 73, verse 1. Truly, God is good to Israel, to those who are pure in heart. But as for me, my feet came close to stumbling. My step had almost slipped. For I was envious of the arrogant as I saw the prosperity of the wicked. For there are no pains in their death. Their body is fat and pampered. They are not in trouble as other men, nor are they plagued like mankind. Therefore, pride is their necklace, covers them like a garment like a long, luxurious robe. Their eye bulges from fatness. They have more than the heart desires. The imaginations of their mind run riot with foolishness. They mock and wickedly speak of oppression. They speak loftily with malice. They set their mouth against the heavens, and their tongue swaggers through the earth. Therefore, His people return to this place and waters of abundance by the irreverent are blindly drunk by them. They say, how does God know? Is there knowledge of us with the most high? Behold, these are the ungodly who always prosper and are at ease in the world. They have increased in wealth, surely being in vain. I have cleansed my heart and washed my hands in innocence. For all the day long have I been stricken 
and punished every morning if I would have betrayed the generation of your children. When I considered how to understand this, it was too great an effort for me and too painful. Until I came into the sanctuary of God, then I understood, for I considered their end. Surely you set the wicked-minded and immoral on slippery places. You cast them down to destruction. How they are destroyed in a moment. They are completely swept away by sudden terror. Like a dream which seems real until one awakens. O Lord, when stirred, you observe the wicked. You will despise their image. When my heart was embittered and I was pierced within, as with the fang of an adder. Then I was senseless and ignorant. I was like a beast before you. Nevertheless, I am continually with you. You have taken hold of my right hand. You will guide me with your counsel and afterwards receive me to honor and glory. Whom have I wow. but you? And besides you, my, my, my. I desire nothing on earth. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the rock and strength of my heart and my portion forever. Behold, those who are far from you will perish. You have destroyed all those who are unfaithful and have abandoned you. But as for me, it is good for me to draw near to God. I have made the Lord God my refuge and placed my trust in him that I may tell of all your works. I've read to you. Wow. Psalm 74, wow. verses 1 through 28. Yet another powerful reading. Wow. 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 There's nothing nothing we really can say after that. I like when you say it's like a dream. <laughs> All of what they're doing is like a dream until you wake up and realize that was just a dream. And to them, yeah. to the wicked, it's just a dream. To the wicked, that's all you can say. Hey, y'all, I know you think you got it going on, but in your dreams... Yeah, You know, even every day, I can see misery. The Bible talks about a peace that makes no sense that he gives us, that we're supposed to have as believers, a a peace that passes all understanding. It just, our, our peace that we're supposed to have is not supposed to be understood. Because it make no sense. We're supposed to have it no matter what we go through. Some people see that piece and they confuse it. Uh, hold on, hold on a second. Um, some people see this piece and they call it joy. Joy is a little different. But we are supposed to have both, a peace and a joy. 
And I thank the Father for it. I'm just, I'm just, I mean, I, I really care about this person, obviously, but uh, I care about my relatives, care of my wife, care about myself, care of my kids, especially my children, because they oftentimes is delivered a blow, a blow by this society, a blow every time they hear a news clipping or news media. They keep hearing about people that are done wrong by the by the system. Percent, sum up with your line. I keep hearing noise, so mute me if you got something going on. But brothers and sisters, I kid you not. Like Habakkuk said in, in Hebrews two and four, these folks standing upright inside of them, their heart is not right. Be encouraged. Not that we want to wish a bunch of bad things happen to them, and that's how we're going to, that's the only way we're going to get our joy. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying know that they're not at peace either. That should bring some consolation. They're not at peace either. And if you're a lover, like I believe I am, and I believe Purcell is, and I believe probably some of you are, you don't want to see nobody suffer. Christ had some of the worst oppressors in the world, and he had the wisdom to say, lay it not to their charge. So you don't want to see people suffer. But the Most High already said, no, 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 no. I am going to repay. And once he sets his mind to repay, brothers and sisters, whoever on the other end of that stick is in trouble. And it could be some of your relatives. When the father decides judgment is coming because of some some behavior sown in his flesh, in his body, it's coming, brothers and sisters. It's coming. And that's all Purcell just read. And I think I'm thankful for that reading. I'm thankful. So, again, uh, it was said early in the show, I said that uh, one of the comments was that the, the these wicked people sleep good at night. I disagree. I totally disagree. I don't think they won in the sense of what the word, the definition of winning really is, uh, a, a clear victory uh, where uh, you get to have your way with the person. Tracy, uh, who we started off talking about, may not have gotten her judgeship, but what they lost, I'm sure they would think to do it all over again. They would just let, them, let her be judged. And they would just say, give her a judgeship and leave her alone because they suffered a whole lot more. And if somebody else could just easily walk into being a judge and do some of the things she wanted to do, and still they got egg all in their face and they got these new laws they got to continue with. So, again, did they win? I don't think so. Because things are different now at Hamilton County Juvenile uh, Correction Center, uh, 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 Hamilton County uh, Judicial uh, uh, System, where it relates to juveniles. So things are different. They can't do business as usual. So did they win? I don't think so. But Tracy didn't get her judgeship. True. Did they win? I don't 
think so. That's not how they want it. If they could do it all over again, they wouldn't spend all seven million or whatever it was to catch the trapper. They would have just gave her the judgeship and just would have uh, let that be. Going through all this embarrassment with all the states looking at Ohio, cockeyed, I think they lost. So uh, are they happier? Obviously not happier because she says all the time that they are going at every cost right now to even mess her name up. So when people won't let stuff go, won't let stuff go, won't let stuff go, then that means they're still troubled by their actions. So did they win? I don't think so. Did they lose? I think so. I think they lost. So that's just in her life. In your life, brothers and sisters, it's the same principle. When you see people that's constantly after you, won't let it go, won't let you go, keep messing with you, messing with you, they can be a neighbor. They can be a even a spouse. Sorry. It can be your own spouse. It's constantly at you. Inside, they, they're not settled. They won the argument. They won. It, I'm talking about when you're standing for right, none foolishness now, no foolishness, y'all. When you have stood for righteousness and your spouse or your neighbor or whoever it is is not giving in or giving you a hard time, it's their conscience. That's why I try to do right by people. That's why I try to do right by my friends. That's why I try to I take a lot off people before I just don't have anything to do with them. you got to do a lot for me to really come at you a certain kind of way because I just believe that, number one, it, it's, it's, it's easier. I think the scripture said, probably says, uh, per se, you can help me if I get this wrong, but I think it says it's easier to win a city than a brother offended. And I think it's some truth to that. It's easier just yeah. to just swords and just go and take a city. That's going to take maybe an hour or two. It depends on how many people you got fighting. Uh, then to win a brother, that may take years. So anyway, um, I hope you all are hearing us tonight. It's uh, We've read quite a few scriptures, but powerful, powerful words uh, against those in power, those that look like they're winning, those that the average person, if you go out on the street and say, hey, this is what went down, who won? They would say something completely different than what we're saying. But I thank God for the wisdom that was went for tonight to uh, shed light on how believers really are have been made more than conquerors. Purcell, anything? And I want to switch topics if we can. We only got about 15 minutes left. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Those, those, that was um, very powerful, very powerful readings. Uh, like you said, I'm provoked. I'm actually provoked to go back and uh, revisit, revisit those. Um, you know how um, the, the Word of God is always evolving in your mind. That's why revelation is so important. Uh, I know I've read those scriptures um, probably numerous times, and it never really uh, impacted me the way it did tonight. Um, so uh, I'm appreciative of uh, God's word and uh, your wisdom, Seth. I love the fact that you 
uh, the Holy Spirit uh, revealed those scriptures to you uh, for such a time as this um, because they were very relevant and, and, and fitting, suitable for the hour. Um, yeah, I think it's very unfortunate what uh, Sister Tracy had to go through, um, but she, she created some milestones for, for us created an awakening in the earth. So she was, she was victorious in that sense. Absolutely. So, well, yeah, I'm going to do, I'm uh, I'm going to do us a little favor and I'm going to call Tracy and uh, let her know I'm going to dedicate this show to her and encourage her to listen. And I believe she will. I've tried to get her on, but I think because of, uh, I don't know why Tracy don't come on Fox News on Network. I probably because I'm too familiar with her, or maybe not too familiar because I'm not that familiar. I don't know Tracy like that. I just know her in terms of her working radio station, me calling every day for about ten years. So I am familiar in that regard to her very well, but only from a radio standpoint. Uh, nothing beyond that. But she's very high profile. Maybe she think I'm going to get on her and ask her. So we do. We are very controversial, and uh, certain things you can't talk about with her. And uh, you know, maybe we may ask something that you know. So anyway, I'll continue to try to get on the show. But in the meantime, I'm going to let her know that tonight's show we'll dedicate this show to her, and uh, because she, I really think she really feels. And I know she might not like me saying it, but I'm gonna say it because I ain't never been scared of. Her. I really think she thinks. These people got over on her because she is not a judge, and she's missing out on that. I don't know how much money they made a year, um, um, uh, a year. So it was very good money, though. But you know, it's not just the salary; it's what comes with being a judge. You know, you're impacting lives. You know, a lot of kids you're saving from prison. A lot of people, you, a lot of families, you're able to. With your judging, you're able to keep families together, save children from their prison, the pipeline. That's all she talked about, prison, the pipeline, prison, the pipeline. She wanted to interrupt that system, and I think she did. I think she did in her own way. And even with new legislation, it's going to hinder just a little bit that. So, again, she opened the door for somebody to come in to be a decent judge and, and, and can do it a little better now that she has some laws in place. And we don't know what else is going to come out of that. But I just want to, I think because of the time's sake, we're going to go ahead and say and make a few more comments, a few more things I've really been thinking about on, along these lines, and then we'll just wrap up Purcell. But I appreciate you, appreciate you reading and adding the wisdom and the, uh, that you shared tonight. I really do appreciate it. I think people are really beginning to see why I picked you as the co-host and that you ain't just some little, old, you know, uh, Christian that loved the Father and, you know, just a nice guy. They see different angles of you, and I really appreciate you, uh, Purcell, just so you know. But I want to just say a few more things that we can wrap up. We probably will be before two, have a, our first show before two hours is up. So I just want to say this. When you have been fired or you have been uh, not put in a position that is rightfully yours 
or you have had something taken from you. It could be a loved one. The first part of what Purcell read was pretty strong. He was saying things like, the wicked is not like other men. They don't suffer. And uh, it says they they live, he was talking about how they live long. And they're not, they're not plagued with pain like a lot of people. But so is a lot of believers. Now, keep in mind when this was written. This was written under the New Dispensation. Just because Purcell read, I mean, this was written under the old dispensation before Christ shed one drop of blood. So uh-huh. keep in mind, these people did not have the covenant we have today. So when it talks about how they live long and they didn't have pain, they didn't have trouble, Christ have come and has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. We can now yeah. live long lives. We don't have to live pain-free, not knowing, you know, thinking, you know. It's a different ball game now, brothers and sisters. So don't think, don't listen to Psalm 73 and think that's the way it's supposed to be. Rich folk going to always have it better. That is not true. That is the reason Christ came, to right that wrong. Don't get that twisted. If why yeah. did Christ come? Why did Christ come? He said, come that you may have life more abundantly. Why did he have to come and make anything more abundantly? And if he did make it more abundantly, what's more abundantly? People always like to go there, but Everything. what's more abundantly? Just tell me that. What's more abundantly now that Christ is gone, came, lived, died, rose, left, and is coming again? What's now more abundantly? So, we don't have to uh, live like Psalm 73 saints. And we still get Psalm 73 results at the end, though, seeing uh-huh. that the wicked walk in slippery places. Uh-huh. The saints talked about how when they came to the house of the Lord, that's when they got the revelation to the house of the Lord. We have Psalm 73 to read and know the end of these wicked people. So I just wanted to just say that uh, it talks about how they are not in trouble as other men. And let's face it, money can buy you out of a lot of things. But like Biggie Small say, if I can quote him on this station that fears the most high, y'all, more money, more problems. Believe that. There is problems you ain't even thought of that come with money. One of them is you can't trust anybody around you. Pretty much now, you can almost tell which one of your friends is going to do what. When you get money, all your friends become grade A friends. (laughs) Purcell, when you get money, all your kind of good friends, all of them become good. Ain't that strange? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, really. They flipped the game. Lord Mayweather probably got more people laughing at his joke and just doing with him, you know, kissing his butt. Why? He's Lord Mayweather. It is called Michael yeah. Jackson. They said that Michael Jackson used to put on, uh, change his attire, put on a costume or 
you know, he used to transition his whole appearance and walk the streets. And they say what he was looking for was just a regular conversation with people. Like, how's it going, yeah. man? What do you think of the weather? Hey, you think the Cowboys going to win? Michael Jackson long, yeah. long, long for that. So more money, more problems. I'm not trying to knock money. I don't, I know people always think I am. And you and I even have some of these conversations per se. But I'm really not trying to knock money. I'm just trying to say those people wicked with this tool called money, they have a lot of pain that folk don't like to talk about. Folk don't like to, to, to bring up because we all, I'm not going to say we all, but a lot of us are in and out of worshiping money, saints included. Mm-hmm. So when you come in, when you mm-hmm. come in, and like I'm coming at it, you kind of draw a bad taste out of people because they think ain't nothing but good stuff with the rich. No, the rich worry about their wealth. The rich worry about mm-hmm. people's intentions towards them. The people, the, mm-hmm. the rich worry. They know the Bible too, some of them, and they know that they're going to reap what they sow, and they know a lot of times their efforts and how they deal with people to save their money and to make money is not orthodox, and they know they're going to reap a lot of what they do. It is hard to do right. Go right ahead. If I could interject right here, um, I would endeavor to say, if you were to check the statistics, you would have more rich people or people with money, if you will, uh, su- suicidal than any other um, category. It's prob- I-, I would endeavor to say if you were to be able to check that. I bet the statistics would be higher, people with money committing suicide than any other category or any other group. Because what much is given, much is required. So it's stressful. It's It's very stressful. I can imagine. I haven't arrived yet in that category, but um, I do strive to, and I look forward to that day when I'm financially free. Um, that's a healthy goal, you know. Uh, for those of you that might think, "Oh, here he go, he on that money." No, that's a healthy goal. The Bible said He wished that I prosper and be in good health, even as my soul prosper. It's his desire that I be prosperous in every area of my life. You know, that's a desire of mine, and it's a desire of God. And the Bible said that he will give me the desires of my heart if I walk up right before him. You know, so that's a healthy goal. That's a healthy goal. If you can be stress-free in the area of finance, it can open up a whole lot of more doors. For you and other areas. So, 
Yeah, man, this is this is this has been this has been awesome. This has been awesome. If I could, if I could, I want to digress real quick and slip back into the very first song that we played. He made a way. Um, and adult, there and was uh, a, just uh, just a quick quick reminder to those that are listening to the broadcast, and you clicked on the link. You know at this time you have to call that show, else we're going to cut off in like uh, 60 seconds. Uh, you, We only contracted to 10 o'clock, but Blog Talk allow us to roll over. If you're on the phone lines, we can roll over. You can continue to listen. But if you're on the Internet, she just said you have 60 seconds. If you're on the Internet, you got 60 seconds to call us, all right? If you want to continue listening, all you got to wait till the broadcast goes off. Again, 914 is the number. 205-5590. Go ahead, Priscilla. Yeah, there there was a – I just wanted to share real quick, uh, as quickly as I can, uh, a very pivotal, pivotal uh, time for me uh, in pursuing a life of Christ. Um, I hadn't yet – um, I would say my 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 God consciousness was there, but I hadn't I hadn't yet, um, if you will, acquiesced. Um, I was in college at this time. This was in uh, 1989, May of 1989. I'm a fast forward. There was a very pivotal. This is along the lines of God made a way. Okay. Um, a very pivotal moment for me. Um, I got a phone call at college um, that my mom had been shot. Um, it was tragic wow. for me because I was I was uh, probably about almost five hours away from home. And um, when I got that call, I immediately packed up my dorm room and took out to the road. And I said, before I left, I said, if the police get behind me, he's going to have to follow me home. That was my mentality. So I must, have, I must have traveled from Tennessee to Ohio uh, going 100 miles an hour the whole entire way. Now, we're talking about God made a way. He makes a way. Okay. Um, I never saw in that journey home, I never saw not one police car. And I was traveling at over 100 miles an hour all the way home. I got home from wow. Knoxville, Tennessee to Dayton, Ohio in three hours. Three, three hours flat to my mama's front door. Okay? So, Long story short, thing that happened was my mother was shot in the face with a 12-gauge pump shotgun, okay, point-blank range. So now if anybody would get that news, you would automatically, there's nobody on this line that would believe that anybody would survive something like that, a 12-gauge pump shotgun to the face at point blank range. Let me tell you the scenario. 
Once my mother was shot, I played the scenario over my head a million times. It's almost as if God had teleported me and had me standing right there watching the whole situation. When the lady shot, my mom turned her head and put her hand up to block the blow to some degree. Well, my mother lost her right eye and the, and the mobility in her right hand, not all of it, but somewhat. My mother was able to get out of the house from where the threat was, go out of the back door, around the house, out of the gate, and go to the neighbor's house, ring the doorbell, and lay down on their porch. When they came to the door, my mama told them, my sister is in there. My mama's attention was not even on her situation. She was more concerned that her sister was still in the house with this woman. And that's what she told the neighbors as she lay there on their porch. They immediately called 911 and the police came immediately because it was an area that we lived in where they responded quickly. So the police got there and uh, arrested the woman, yada, yada, yada. The, The tragic part of this story is This woman also shot my aunt, who was visiting my mother from Alabama. She shot my aunt twice with a revolver. These were both my mom's guns that this woman went and dug out and used against her. Shot my aunt twice, once in the head and once in the the abdomen. Unfortunately, my, my, my aunt, over a period of time, she passed. Okay. Um, But my mother lived. My mother lived, and she yet still lives. My mother is 84 years old. Now, my mother endured that scenario. She has outlived all of her siblings and was shot in the face with a 12-gauge pump shotgun. Now, I'm not rah-rah in that. That's the scenario that she's outlived all of her siblings. What I am rah-rah in is the father, the father making a way and, and his hand being upon her like it is. This man made a way out of no way for my mama to live yes, yes. and not die. When I got to the hospital, the little Asian man was her doctor. He came out and spoke to me, and this is what he said. He said, man, your mother is strong. He said, she is a miracle. So God showed a miracle to me. Let me tell you what, let me tell you what he actually did, because he shared this scripture with me years ago. But I see today that this scripture is the revelation of what happened with my mama. The scripture says in the book of uh, Ezekiel, the 36th chapter, and I believe about the 23rd verse, it says, I will sanctify myself in you right before their very eyes. (laughs) Hmm. Hmm. I like that. The father showed himself strong and mighty for the heathen to behold. 
and my mother yet lives, but he made a way for her being shot to still make her way through the back portion of her home, get out of, from, from under the threat of this woman wielding both of these guns, make it to the neighbor's house. Now, mind you, I didn't mention this. She was holding her right eye in her hand. My mother lost her right eye behind this. Holding her eye in her hand was still able to get to where she needed to go to get help for her sister. Now I want to tell you something that's also amazing. Seth has seen my mama. Okay? I don't know if Seth knew this whole story. I don't even know if I shared this story with him the way I just did. But I want you to know brothers and sisters who are listening. I want you to know the only way that you would know that my mama was shot in the face if you were to meet her today is because I just told you so. That's right. Am I right about it, Seth? That's true. Very true. The only way you would know, I'm going to say it one more again. I'm going to say it one more again for our listeners. Because I need you to understand that this God we serve, Amen, brother. He is a mighty God, bro. He's a mighty God, and He's mighty to save. Amen, brother. He's a mighty God. The only way you would know that my mama was shot in the face if you met her today is because I just told you on these airways. Only way. This is the Yah that we speak of. This is the Elohim that we speak of. This is the Yahshua that we speak of. This is the Prince of Peace that we speak of. This is the Rose of Sharon that we speak of. This is our battle axe, our shield, our strength that we speak of, man. This thing is real. This thing is real. He's a mighty God. Amen. He's a mighty God. And I am just so enamored by the fact that he is mindful of us, man. He is mindful of us. He's not only mindful of us, but he is concerned about what we're concerned about. You know how I know? Because I read in the book of Psalms. I believe it's the 38th chapter in the 8th verse. This is what it says. It says that he will perfect that which concerneth you. Amen. He is concerned about you. He is concerned about what's going on with you. He's concerned about what's troubling you. 
He's concerned about what's ailing you. God will take care of you and make a way out of no way. Seth said it best. He will make a way out of no way. He will make a way out of no way. And I've seen it for myself. I ain't making it up. I ain't telling nobody else's story. I've seen it for myself. And the Bible said that every man must be fully persuaded in his own mind. I've seen it for myself. I've seen it for myself. I sat in a courtroom myself facing a mandatory sentence of three years. Mandatory. End of the story is when I stood up for my sentence, that judge said, Nale prosecute, which means no prosecution. And it was under, it was aided by the flaw in the officer's testimony. Something that he should have known, something that he was been he had been trained on. He got on the stand. And my father tripped him up and made him say something that he didn't have no business saying. And for that reason, I didn't never see it inside of a jail cell. So I've seen it for myself. I have seen it for myself. I used to be a stick-up kid. And not one time did I ever get caught? Now, I'm not glorying in that, but I recognize that the Father's hand was on me. Friend. And still am. Was what We used to be one of the biggest dope dealers in the state of Ohio, or in the, in the, shoot, in the, not just Ohio. And I said to this man, I said, put me on, man. This man said to me, this is back then, I wasn't even thinking about God. This man said to me, nah, Pete, you got too much going for you, man. I've seen it for myself, people of God. Sisters and brothers, I've seen it for myself too many times to count. Those are just a few of the things, a few of the ways God made a way. It ain't no telling what would have happened if I would have got caught up in the dope game like that. It ain't no telling what would have happened to me. But God knew. God has kept his hand upon me even when I wasn't thinking about him. Remember what Seth said earlier? I show up when we don't even show up. Yeah. I've seen it for myself. I've seen it for myself, y'all. This ain't just no blog. I appreciate Five Smooth Stones, but this is real. This is real you life. Seth always opens up the show yeah. talking about his co-host trying to live called salvation. We're trying to walk out our soul's salvation. Amen, brother. 
We need the Holy Ghost for this. Because when you don't show up, he do. When you don't show up, he shows up on your behalf. Even when we pray, the Bible says, oftentimes we don't even know what to pray for as we are. But then it went on to say that the spirit groanings that cannot be uttered. Man, he always causes us to triumph. To triumph. Amen. Always. He's always looking for or creating. He ain't looking for nothing because he see everything. He always creates a way of escape for us, man. We can't even fathom the type of love he have for us. We can't even fathom the idea that nothing, nothing, the scripture said, can separate us. I don't care how bad you are. I don't care what crazy stuff you've done. I don't care what mess you're in right now. He said nothing can separate us. This is why, as believers, we have a responsibility to be the salt that he said we are. we got to be that city set on a hill that cannot be hid. We're the light of the world. That's why I'm so passionate about this thing, because he's so passionate about me. And making sure that I walk in his righteousness, that his, his righteousness is, is always availed to me. He makes sure that I'm in right standing, that I have the, 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 the wherewithal to be in right standing with him. Seth said it earlier. He has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. He has set us up. Amen. He did. Yes, he did. From the very beginning, he set us up for success. And it's important that we consider this. Consider your ways, man. And humble yourself. Here we go again. Humble yourself. Seek his faith. Turn from your wicked ways. Humble yourself. Humble yourself. God is on our side, man. I don't care what it looked like. I don't care what it looked like. You might be facing foreclosure. I don't care what it looked like. You might be hiding your car from the repo man. You might be ill right now. Don't know if you're going to live or die. And God is always on our side. Like Seth said earlier, whatever you're dealing with, it ain't no match for God. It ain't no match for God. No match. Lasciviousness. Homosexuality, uh, uh, immorality, it ain't no match for God. I'm going to finish. I'm going to end with this. I'm going to end with this. The Bible said in Matthew 6 and 33, 
And this scripture, in my opinion, is so misconstrued because the emphasis is put on the wrong thing of this scripture. The first thing we want to think when we say this scripture is put God first. That's great. That's a great cliche. That's beautiful. That's almost like what would Jesus do? That sounds wonderful. That's real cute. But listen to the scripture. Brothers and sisters, listen to the scripture. Listen. Matter of fact, before I say it, just say, Lord, give me an ear to hear what the spirit is saying unto me. The scripture said in Matthew 6 and 33, seek ye first kingdom of God and his righteousness. I'm going to start over. Scripture says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things shall be added unto you. It is the righteousness of God that puts us in right standing with him. And because we are in right standing, I, I quoted a scripture earlier that said, he would give me the desires of my heart so long as I walk upright. Before, Let me flip it a little bit. Give me the desires of my heart so long as I'm in right standing with him. We need to seek right standing with the Lord, period. Seek right standing with the Lord. Because Proverbs 16 and 7 told us that when a man's ways please the Lord, he will make even his enemies to be at peace with him. Amen. Now, I'm not sure why. I'm not sure why. I know I went on a little long. Seth told me earlier I'm a little long-winded. But I tell you what, things that I'm when I'm talking when I know what I'm talking about, I don't mind talking. When I know what I'm talking about, I don't mind talking. This thing is real, y'all. This thing is real. It's real. Seek right standing with the Lord. He will make even your enemies to be at peace with you. As a matter of fact, he's going to prepare a table before him, before you, in their presence. Just That's seek right standing with him. Seek right standing with him. Man, I love you. I love you with everything in me. And it's not a thing you can do about it. I'm excited about this gospel. I'm committed to this God I serve. He is a way maker, a promise keeper. Light in the darkness. And I've seen it for myself. I ain't telling nobody else's story. I've seen it for myself. 
I'm finished. I, I love you. I love you. Like I said, I love you. This is Purcell and Dale Porsche, all the way in Cincinnati, Ohio, from Kingdom, uh, from uh, Salt Life Kingdom Ministries, where we are striving to bring the saltiness back to the believer through kingdom principles and rightly dividing the word of truth. You can catch us on Instagram, Salt Life Ministries, or you can email us at millionairemagnate, gmail.com. That's millionairemagnate, M-A-G-N-A-T-E-S, at gmail.com. Man, follow us. Five Smooth Stones, follow us, man. Call. Call in with your questions, (laughs) comments, concerns. Call us, man. Follow us. This thing is real. Well, Purcell, I appreciate those words, man. Appreciate it, appreciate it, appreciate it. Especially everything you just said. I can't come behind. I have nothing to say. So I just want to thank you for that. That was the Father Most High. I believe it. I don't think it was emotionalism or anything like that. I think it was the true word. From your mother's testimony to everything you shared, brother. And uh, I look forward to hearing the show again. I, I listen again because I don't really listen as tentative as I should doing the show because I'm watching the board and seeing any callers and hands raised and volume and this and that. And I just appreciate uh, uh, the shows a lot better when I hear it the second time. And I know I'm going to be blessed. But thank you for those words. Thank you for that encouragement. Thank you for that testimony. That was powerful. That will preach. So, folks, listen, we thank you for tuning in tonight. I hope, hopefully, you was blessed by this open forum. We talked about a few topics that was of relevance to you and yours. Like Priscilla say, follow us. Just know that on Sunday will be our next program. It's at 11 o'clock. It's a late one. Monday, back to 8 o'clock, and then you got Thursdays. So, Sunday, Mondays, and Thursdays. Tune in, tune in. Priscilla, I'm going to go ahead and mute your line again. Thank you for contributing tonight. Appreciate you, brother. Love you. Love you back, man. So, that's Brother Priscilla Porsche. We're going to get on out of here. Uh, but y'all got to hear this uh, song by this sister. She's a little ghetto. I must add, I'm warning you, she's a little ghetto. But before she get through singing this song, you're going to realize why I played her. This is a very powerful song. I always put a lot into the first and last song. Y'all know that by now, right? Put a lot into the first and last song. Listen, don't take lightly what you just heard from Priscilla Poche. The whole show, really. But, I mean, you just heard from the most high, for real, for real. For real, for real. Okay? So, this thing is real. We ain't playing. Okay? Folks, we ain't playing. Love every single one of you, and there ain't nothing you can do about it. Yo, yo, yo! Y'all listen. I don't went to church as like. I don't went and got me something to eat. Look. I got a full plate of food. I can't even eat. Oh, 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 oh. I can't even eat my food, right? I'm going to tell y'all why. 
Y'all chicken in. Don't look at my hair. I know I look a mess. But this is how you know I love God, because I'm on Facebook looking red chicks. Hello. But I got something for y'all. Um, I got to get this out for y'all, okay? Y'all know I just posted on Facebook that I needed 10 people to post Waymaker, Miracle Worker. This 10, that's all I needed was 10 people. <laughs> y'all better know he a Waymaker. You hear me? Do you hear me? You better know he a Waymaker. Oh, my bad. Somebody need that. I bet you won't shot Waymaker right now. Hey. So listen, let me give y'all a little bit of this song. I kind of fell in love with it a little bit. Y'all know it. If you know it, sing it with me. Y'all ready?
miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is you. Yeah.